Hello, I'm Leanne Robesome, and this is the Out of the Fire podcast, where we talk about intercessory prayer, the prophetic, and other Christian topics. I'm an author and speaker, prophetic teacher, and intercessor. Welcome. We're working our way through a series I've entitled, What Should the Church Look Like? So far, we've talked about the church being primarily family, that we are one body in Christ, that we are an army, we're a house of prayer and worship, and we're a healing center. Today, we're going to talk about a few other attributes of the church. First of all, the church is a governing body upon earth. We carry out our governing function in a couple of ways. One is by bringing the power and presence of God with us wherever we go. We are meant to influence and bring change in our world through our words and actions. According to 2 Corinthians 5.20, we are ambassadors for Christ, meaning that what Jesus did to demonstrate the kingdom of God, we do also. According to Acts 10.38, Jesus went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil, and we do likewise. He spoke light and truth. We are to do the same. Jesus said of his disciples, You are the salt of the earth and the light of the world, a city set on a hill that cannot be hidden. And you'll find that in Matthew 5, verses 13 and 14. Paul worded it, God makes manifest by us the savor of his knowledge in every place. And that's 2 Corinthians 2.15. So we govern by bringing the Lord's kingdom to our world in how we do life. Each of us can do this in the process of going about our daily occupations. But in order to be as effective as possible, we should stay aware that this is why we have been placed by God in our particular spheres of influence. We must not miss our opportunities. The second way we govern on earth is through prayer. In Matthew 18, verses 18 and 19, Jesus said, Truly I say to you, whatever you shall bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatever you shall loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Again, I say to you, if two of you shall agree on earth as touching anything that they shall ask, it shall be done for them by my Father who is in heaven. In his book, Secrets of a Prayer Warrior, Derek Prince said this, The Bible reveals that this world is not really really ruled by presidents and governors and dictators. They only seem to rule. The people who really rule the world are those who know how to pray. We need to grasp this idea and run with it. Our governing function is carried out both individually and as a church body. While each of us should be an ambassador and a prayer warrior, when we join together in unity with other believers, our effectiveness is greatly multiplied. Corporate governing as a body ties in with what we already saw in part four about the church being an army. No man fights a war all by himself. Ultimately, we will physically govern on earth with Christ when he returns and we with him. 
for his millennial reign as king. The governing we do now is a seed, a foretaste of what is to come. And then the church is a center for discipleship. What did Jesus tell his disciples before he left earth? In Matthew 28 verses 19 and 20, he said, Go therefore and teach or make disciples of all nations, teaching them to observe all things which I have commanded you. Paul called this discipleship the perfecting or equipping of the saints for the work of the ministry, for the building up of the body of Christ until we all come in the unity of the faith and the knowledge of the Son of God into maturity to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ so that we are no longer children tossed to and fro, carried about with every wind of doctrine by the trickery and cunning craftiness of men whereby they lie in wait to deceive. And you'll find that in Ephesians 4 verses 12 through 14. Some of our local churches are fulfilling the discipleship function well. However, based on the amount of serious doctrinal error which has become commonplace in the church today, apparently many of our churches are not getting the job done. In charismatic, prophetic, apostolic circles, we often focus on equipping the saints in how to do the supernatural works of Jesus, but we have neglected to lay the firm foundation of the core doctrines taught by the original New Testament apostles. Indeed, we have neglected teaching the Bible as a whole. On the other hand, in fundamentalist, non-charismatic streams, there is often a great adherence to Bible teaching, while not emphasizing pursuing intimacy with Jesus himself. As you can see, the church needs a lot of improvement in the discipleship area. The discipleship function can be worked out in a variety of ways. The Word of God should be preached from our pulpits, and in many cases that isn't happening as it should. Uh, home Bible studies and Bible classes within the local church can further enhance the work. One-on-one -on -one discipleship with mature believers mentoring newer Christians is just as vital as what we receive through sermons and structured teaching. It's all important. I personally believe we should see more teaching from the Bible on God's nature. If we understand who he is and how he acts, we can then apply that understanding to developing Christ-like character in our own lives. Too many believers in our day have little understanding of either God's nature or how to live like Jesus, and these things can be taught systematically if we choose to do so. It's a large task, and it may seem overwhelming, but each of us can do our part by being connected into a local fellowship where true discipleship is taking place, and by being willing to disciple others who are just beginning their life in Christ. Now, in our next episode, we'll wrap up this series with one more aspect of who the church is, and then a few final thoughts. I'd love to have you visit my website, characterbuildingforfamilies.com. There you will find my book, Before Whom We Stand, The Every Man's Guide to the Nature of God. And it will really clear up a lot of these foundational 
uh, teachings that someone, sometimes the church is lacking. It's done in a very simple, easy to understand style, but you will come away from that book hungering more for the Lord and understanding more of who he is. So I'd welcome you visiting characterbuildingforfamilies.com. And we also have another book there called River Life, Entering into the Character of Jesus. And that will help you as well to grow in your Christian life. This is Leanne Rubsum with Out of the Fire, and I thank you for listening.